Mariel spun from the schoolroom door. What do you mean you'll send them to military school or indenture them? As cold as the Montana winter wind blew against the new glass windows, the heat in her blood boiled. The Newsies don't need slavery, and they certainly don't deserve the misery of military life when they haven't even had a childhood. Miss Sheehan, the superintendent spoke softly. All the town council asks is for you to help round up the boys. You're not going to betray them. Muriel balled her hands at her sides. Those boys work hard. They trust me. He sighed. Those boys are going to freeze to death if they don't land in more trouble first. They've been fine in the Shanahan stables. Albert and Callista have created spaces with cots in the stalls. I want a better home for each of them. We all do. But they outright refuse. At least they're warm and safe. You made my point for me, warm or not. Refusal to meet the norm means these boys can't fit into society. They're an unruly bunch and uncivilized. That madhouse they created during the Miss Snowflake pageant was just the beginning. Running amuck like that in a ballroom... They were just trying to catch the kitten when... It all worked out that time, but cat or no cat, it just can't continue. He swiped a handkerchief against his brow. Remember, those boys set up the ballroom in the first place. That has to say something for their character. Store owners are hiring them for message boys, and... They must become productive citizens. Muriel shivered. Cold, yes, but confrontation always brought out a sweat in her superior. His eyes softened. As industrious as the Newsies are at getting odd jobs to supplement their newspaper sales, the lot of them aren't going to make it as adults without some form of discipline and education. Of course! That's why Callista and I have been meeting the boys with food each day and reading lessons twice a week. What did these people think? Eleven young street boys would miraculously become model citizens? They needed love and people to teach them manners, not some convenient solution to rid the streets of orphans. For pity's sake, these are the same boys no one adopted from the orphan train to rid the cities back east of miscreants. All well meant then, too. Meant to rid them of a problem and dump it on other people. Truly, I'm not here to argue. Mr. Randolph straightened his back and dabbed his neck. Either you help the merchants manage the mayhem, or the sheriff will. You do that? Muriel shook her head as her eyes misted. After all our work gaining their trust and friendship, isn't the goal to help these boys become solid citizens? They'll be like caged animals. Education is the answer, not punishment. Miss Sheehan, they're already lacking social manners. Most folks feel the newsies are living like animals. It hurts hearts to see children scavenging like that little Joey boy, even if he does have the leader for a brother. Mr. Randolph rolled back onto his heels. Frankie's barely old enough to be on his own, if he's truthful about his age. How is it right he's trying to provide for a six-year-old? She closed her eyes. Of course it isn't. Muriel opened her eyes and pled, Can't you see separating them would devastate not only those boys, but shatter the group? Frankie has managed to keep a ragtag bunch productive, 
They deserve a chance with our help. I think they're out of chances after that last incident. He shook his head. Boys can't be running amok in and out of stores and hopping trolleys like Leapfrog. Poor Mrs. Broadwater nearly lost her shopping bags and her wits when one of those boys landed in her lap the other day. Muriel almost laughed, but caught herself. The inconsistent trolley schedule irritated workers already. They'd be further annoyed by boys playing pranks, fun-loving or not. Please ask the council for a little more time to educate them.